Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com. I am super, super excited to welcome Josh Gondelman back to the studio. Hey, Josh. Hello, Jolie. How are you? I'm really good because good. this is one of my favorite episodes of the year. Amazing. This is a very, very exciting episode. Josh joins me uh, to help me kick off La Mob, my annual bed making challenge that happens every March. I'm really excited about it. So we we are recording this on March 1. It's the first official day of La Mob. I've been like... I've been like a hype man on Twitter all week, like telling the people, this is your reminder. La Mob's coming up. La Mob's coming up. And like, I, I didn't have a column about it this year. And so I was like a little bit nervous that the excitement wasn't going to be there. And oh my God, you guys, the excitement is there. My Twitter has been bananas. Everyone's using my La Mob hashtag. They've been tweeting photos of their made beds at me all day. Their pets sitting on their made beds. Oh, that's very sweet. Their pets refusing to get off the unmade bed so that the bed could be made, and that's cute too, and it's just been really, really fun. So I'm super excited about this. Thank you to everyone who has gotten into the spirit and who is joining along on this journey. Um, As I said, today is our kickoff episode, so we are going to be doing um, a whole bunch of fun stuff on this episode. Some of the stuff is going to be like a little bit of old hat to uh, to my faithful listeners, my my. My mobsters who have been with me for many years. This is um, this is the seventh year of Lamob. Oh my gosh, Lamobzeltov! <laughs> Thank you, John. You're welcome. Um, so um, so what we're gonna do in this uh, in this first segment is um, we are gonna um talk a little bit about what Lamob is, how it got started, like why I believe so much in bed making, and just do my like my usual cheerleading thing. Um, I also Josh Josh made the mistake um, the last time he was here of telling me that there was a period in his life where he slept without sheets. Yeah, and I have some questions about that. Please, I'm happy um, to field them. And then in- it, this isn't something I was proud of. I wasn't like this is a high efficiency maneuver. I wasn't like I've hacked into the mainframe. We don't need yeah, sheets. Disrupted sheets. I've disrupted yeah. sheets. I have a startup that's just. Um, <laughs> It's just no sheets. No sheets. Yeah, that's no what sheets. I sell. Yeah. You just get an empty box. I go to your house and I take your sheets. <laughs> it's um, called stripper. People are very disappointed. <laughs> They're like, you just strip my bed? And it's like, yeah, yes, I do. That's the job. Yeah. That's, yeah, read the about. Read the fact before you download and hire me to come to your house. And it's a subscription service. It's a subscription service. So it just service. auto remove. You just yeah, auto yeah. pay for it every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's actually genius. I'm Thank gonna, you. I'm going to steal that one from you. Um, so yeah, so we're going to do all that. And then I've got some, um, 
I've got some questions that we'll answer in the in the second segment. Before we get into it, I want to remind you that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to help support my show. Alrighty. Um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just put you right on the spot Let's and have, have you tell the story. What and this wasn't like that long no, ago. It as I remember, like you ago. said it was like in your late twenties. Late twenties, yeah. Okay. T- take me on this journey. Okay. Your mom sends you to college with sheets. Yep. You use sheets in college. Yeah. Okay. You get out of college. Yeah. I've had some like I've had some rough sleeping situations. Okay. Sheet wise. So <laughs> The big ones were, uh, I lived in Alston with a bunch of roommates. I had a really good bed. I saw I had a basement. Okay. I, I actually maintained my room pretty well when I lived in Alston. Okay. And I had like, uh, and I, it was an Ikea bed, but it was like the frame looked nice and it was pretty sturdy and I had a blanket that I liked and some sheets and that was pretty good. Okay. Then I moved to a different apartment in Alston with those same friends and someone had I had given away that bed because I had a brief, I had like a few months where I was with my parents for a little while and then with other friends for a little while. And I moved back with my college friends and then I didn't have a bed. So I bought a bed uh, and then just slept on the mattress on the floor as you do when you live in Alston as a man. That's very 20. Alston. That's yeah. like, it would this have is been, like, yeah, I could have been You're speaking my language. Yeah. Um, Alston for people who don't, who've never like lived there or gone to Boston university, um, it's like a place where it seems illegal to not do be on drugs. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it seems like a flop. Every house is a flop house. Yeah. It feels like. And I guess the, the better feel of it is like every room is like, you're just crashing for a few days. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Even if you live there. For even years. if you live there. That yeah. was my, everyone it's, I knew who lived there to, lived like that. To make a New York comparison, it's probably closest to maybe Bushwick? Yeah, it's got kind of a Bushwicky yeah. vibe. Um, but it's like definitely a place where you would sleep on a mattress on a floor. Yes. Um, 10,000%. Then I moved to Somerville, had a pretty regular bed on a bed frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with sheets. Yeah. Then I moved to New York and I lived in Harlem. And that was that was where it began to come unglued. Okay. Because I was li- I lived in the same apartment for like three and a half years. Okay. And I didn't, I never decorated my bedroom. Uh, I had things to decorate with, but I never put them up. I quickly, like, fell into disrepair. I had one of those closets without a door. Okay. So, like, all your clothes are visible. Or just staring at you all the time. Yeah, so why bother? And so I would just kind of, like, have them in a heap in the closet clean. And then I, then, as time wore on, um, I'm surprised I haven't started scratching at this point. It's really bad. I, I'm, it I'm, I feel uneasy. I, I like did laundry. I it wasn't that gross, and I didn't eat in my room, so there wasn't like food trash. Okay. I just was a real true slob. Okay. So I think there was some point where like my sheets. I'm trying. I don't know what what it was that instigated it. Okay. But I preferred to roll myself in. My large blanket and just sleep that way, burrito style. Burrito style. Okay. And then I like I, a burrito. I mean, I love I, a I, I'm I'm a burrito-ish sleeper. Yes. So, which I, is part of the reason I'm a no top sheet yep. person. So, no top sheet. 
I'm with you. Oh, yes. And that gets us halfway there to no bottom sheet. Yeah, I mean, actually, it really unfortunately does. It's not that different. It, um... Except it is. Of no, course. it no. It's actually, it is. <laughs> but so I was. I would burrito myself so thoroughly that Did I. You, so I think like one night I probably kicked my bottom sheet off. I'm a. I'm fitful. Okay. Um. I. I. I've used the term active sleeper. Yeah. I'm an active. That's sleeper. probably where I do most of my cardio <laughs> is while I'm asleep. And so I think I accidentally got rid of my bottom sheet and was just like, "That's that." Yeah. Just like you know the the Seinfeld. Where they're about to hit, they're driving and they're about to hit E on the gas tank, and they they do and they keep going and it's like ex, ex, uh, exhilarating. Uh, yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I've I've transcended sheets. Yeah, and so I just said, sleep in this blanket burrito style, and and that's what I did. It, I don't so think it was gross. a whole year. I mean, it, as you're telling the story, I'm like, yeah, okay, I've I've joined you on this sure. journey, but like. My God, how grim. Like, it was pretty grim. Yeah. But I was also like in a weird uh, a weird place mentally. Okay. I think I was like, my career was just starting to get okay. Mm-hmm. And I was, maybe this started. Were you having imposter syndrome, do you think? Maybe. And maybe like your way of handling that was to like in your private life just be like, I'm a... I'm a I'm a wreck, like I'm a disaster, I, or I'm a, I'm not a responsible or successful human. I got my job, and then I remember being pretty consciously like, who cares about like personal stuff, okay. not not relationship stuff. But I was like, I when I got my job, I was like, I'm going to move out of this apartment at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So like, I could maintain it better. I could maintain my room better, or I could just like let it ride. And at, and then at the end of the year... Just start fresh? Yeah, just, like, burn this apartment down <laughs> and move into a new place. Okay. And and so that's what... I, this was part of that endeavor. I also was trying to... And it sort of backfired, but sort of didn't. I was trying to make it, like, unappeal... Make the idea of trying to bring a date to my apartment... I was trying to make that unappealing to me. Okay. I was trying to make it, like... Just go out, do work, um, you know, do shows, come home, crash, sleep, okay, um, have fun, hang out with friends, uh, but like take dating entirely off of the or, table, or go out on a date, but like r- I tried to make it, uh, com- I tried to make it not possible to like bring someone to my place, okay, for myself. Yeah. So, I mean, that would do it early in this year of of uh, no sheets. <laughs> I started dating Maris, my now wife. Oh my god! I was gonna, I was like, when, so, when did Maris come into the? So she saw my apartment no. a grand total of one time. Oh, okay. in the um, yeah, it was about a year that we dated. Yeah, we dated for a year before I before okay. we moved in together. We moved in at like exactly a year, and she came to my apartment once. And so you moved from the Harlem apartment into an apartment with Maris. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you you skipped over the like. Yeah. You, well, you so, didn't end up getting so my, another apartment. Yeah, my I mean, plan you was did, to, but you got it with your girlfriend. My plan was to get like a studio apartment near where I was living. Okay. Um, because my really close, I was really close friends with my roommates, and it was a quick commute to work. And so, what ended up happening was like I was going to do that when our season ended in November, but by that point it was like, okay, we should talk about moving in together okay. in. March. Okay. Uh, which we did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. And she saved the day. 
She did say that. And you have a lovely bed because I see p- pictures we of it. We have a really good on bed. Instagram because they're the the adorable busy snuggling. She's so sweet. Photos. Uh, well, I'm good. I'm I'm glad she stepped in and saved the she day. She did. And um, we have a really good bed. It's like a comfy bed. I mean, it's, it looks it's beautiful. It's you have beautiful comfy. linens and like Thank you know, you. yeah. All um, and she it's always made. Yeah, she's so she does a good job. Yeah, it's I'm, uh, I'm better, but she's like on top of things mm-hmm. and like cares about things. Mm-hmm. Like, I try to to be an active and proactive participant <laughs> in household maintenance, but I also like. Deep down inside, I just don't care. Right. And not that, like, I want someone else to do it. I it, don't care if anyone does exactly. it. Exactly. Like, if it, if the bed isn't made, it just doesn't make a look of a difference like, to you one she, way or the other. She, Maris will be the one who goes, oh, there's dog fur. We should run the Roomba and I'll Swiffer. Right. Meanwhile, like, I wouldn't notice <laughs> there was dog fur unless it was such that it looked like a rug you might see in front of a roaring <laughs> fireplace. It would have to be a dog fur <laughs> throw rug that like Burt Reynolds is lying across sensually that's the amount of hair it would take for me to be like oh it's time yeah um sidebar for the listeners and for Josh uh friend of the show Lindsay Adler yes um so you know Lindsay and John were on the show together yes and we were talking about hair Lindsay's hair and Fisher's hair yep. Fisher's their dog oh yeah um and you know Fisher was in the studio with us too oh my gosh um in our old studio and um one of, one of the stories they told was um, about John snaking the drain and, and calling Lindsay into the bathroom to, like, show her, like, the giant clump of her hair yeah. that he had pulled out. And he was like, you know, I, I brought her in. Like, you bring in a dog to, like, shame them. And, and instead of feeling any sort of shame, she laughed at John and turned around and walked out of the bathroom. So, haha, joke is on her now because they have Fisher. And she routinely, like... That takes photos of these enormous. I saw one today. Yeah, enormous clumps of hair that he has shed. It's shedding season right now too, so it's especially bad. And she sends them to me, and she's like, "Jolie, it's a crisis." And I'm like, "No, it's karma." <laughs> like, yeah. And, and every picture has Fisher just like smiling, so psyched. smiling at her, the biggest smile. And I'm like, "That's what you get for laughing at yeah. John when it's, he had to clean up your hair." hair. <laughs> it is hair karma. Those Fisher, it's like the size of a birthday cake. It's those crazy. piles of Fisher it's hair. It's crazy. Like I, it's 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 so insane to me. Uh, but I love that dog. He can do no wrong as I'm, far as I'm concerned. I'm trying to be better because I want to live nicely and I want to yeah. reduce the domestic workload on my wife you're so thoughtful thank you you're like the best person in no the world. i'm fine you really but are. like again deep down but yeah I don't care well but that's also the thing that's okay like it you know you you were allowed to care and not care about the things we care yes. and not care about like that is and that's totally fair and i can you know? do it without caring yes of course right that's exactly it it's like that's i mean and that's love and a relationship and a partnership is sometimes doing things you don't want to do because it it means it's important to the other person or it makes their life easier yeah. to do it or whatever other reason um and that's you know i mean that's in, in an ideal relationship that's part of the totally the contract of the relationship right um, I have one more question about this, this okay. sleeping situation before I before I go into my my manifesto uh, about why I believe so thoroughly in bed making. Um, which is, was there like a mattress pad or something on the mattress? Or were you sleeping? I think on there just, was. Like... Okay, I think there was a mattress. Okay, pad. so you because I'm I'm 
I mean, I guess you burritoed, and so maybe it didn't really matter so much. But like mattresses have those little buttons on them. Yeah. That like maybe there wasn't. I I don't remember fully, but it was. You like, started to black it out. I just like I don't consider my physical body ever, <laughs> and so I like I could be. I'm like one of those dummies who. Like, you have to point out that they're bleeding. Like, I'm like that kind of person. <laughs> okay, okay. Just like, you cut off your hand, and I'd be like, like oh, oh, did I? Oh, I was wondering why it was really hard to get my jacket on. <laughs> and so that's like, so this, I could, I don't diagnose problems, physical problems, okay. where I'll just be so, like, someone will be like, you're limping. And then I'll have to think about it. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, there's a rock the size of a quarter in my shoe. <laughs> And I was walking painfully, but I just like didn't, didn't thi- even register. I just don't consider I, and this is not to like always bring it back to this, but this is a very New England thing about me. It's just like, I have no sense that things can or should be better <laughs> for me. That's amazing. I, I am very like, like literally physically sensitive, like. I have incredible, I don't have perfect vision, but I have very keen eyesight. Mm-hmm. I have the hearing of a bat and I bruise very easily. Like I, I'm like covered in bruises at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel everything mm-hmm. like I'm like the opposite of you. Oh yeah. So I'm a, I'm like a, I'm like a disappointment to New but, England in that regard. But I think that's better when people are like, oh, I noticed this thing and I'll improve it. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like I'm the person who like, you come home and they're just sitting in the dark, like squinting at a book. And you're like, do you want to turn a light on? And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, those. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've known a few like you in my mm-hmm. in my time. Um, alrighty, let us talk about my my LaMob manifesto. Let me let me give you the, the spiel on, on like what LaMob is. So LaMob is, first of all, I always describe it. Um, uh, it's an acronym. Oh, and it. I describe it as being like your your middle school nickname that like, the worse it is, the more it's going to stick. So it was never my intention for La Mob to be the name of my annual bed making challenge. Uh, but but like a middle school nickname, it stuck. And sure. here's here's where it came from. Um, it started on the hairpin, RIP the hairpin. Mm-hmm. Um, seven, so this is our seventh La Mob. The first one was in 2012. And at the time on the hairpin, there was a series that was devoted to kind of like crafting projects that was called Let's All Make dot, dot, dot. And so it would be like, let's all make like, you know, a, I don't know, a picture frame or like whatever, whatever, like cool crafting thing there was. And I wanted to do this bed making challenge, this month long thing. And the idea was literally just I, I asked people to make their bed every single day for one month. And just see what happened. That was that's literally all it is. That's what Lamab is. And um, I went to my editor. Actually, I was traveling with my editor at the time, um, and I was finishing up during that trip. Um, I was also finishing up the book proposal for my boyfriend Barb. So it was like this kind of magical time where all this stuff was like beginning. You know, in, in hindsight, I can see it now. And so um, my editor Eva Zimmerman and I were traveling together, and I was talking about the idea, and I was like, I need a really good name for it, like. It can't be like the 30 day bed making challenge because that's like, you know, that's like good housekeeping and we're not good housekeeping. We're the hairpin. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we were like noodling around for ideas. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God, I've got it. Let's all make our beds. It's perfect. She was like, I love it. I love it. I love it. I was like, great. So that was what um, that was what we called it. 
And I've I said in the kickoff post, I was like, we should have like a hashtag for this. Um, and I and I said La Mob, and I was like, no, that's terrible. We'll come up with something better. But then you know, just it's like six, that. Yeah. That middle school nickname, yep. it was so bad that it's that everyone was like, actually, that's exactly what we should call it. So mm-hmm. um, that's the hashtag L-A-M-O-B. It does sound like a gritty David Simon series about organized crime <laughs> in New Orleans. <laughs> Short for Louisiana the, mob. The other the other thing that's so funny is the uh, because, um, you know, obviously now I've been doing this for so long and there have been I've done, um, I think, three years worth of podcast episodes um, devoted to the mob because there was. In 2016, I think I wasn't. Rec- I think maybe I already put the show on hiatus. Well, I went in any event. There have been, there have been. This is now my third year of podcasting about it, and it's so funny that every year, whoever is like the guest on the show during the mob, always comes up with something like that. But it's always a little different. So like, one one person was like, "It sounds like." We're like French mobsters. Yep. You said you went. Your mind went to New Orleans. Someone else was like, "It sounds like we're like you know because valley it, girl, valley girl mobster." Yep. <laughs> to me, because so mine was kind of French because La Mob sounds French. But then I was like, "Oh, maybe it's French Creole." In Louisiana. <laughs> I like that. I really like that. Um, so yeah, so that's the origin of it. And really, I mean, the whole thing is just make your bed for thirty days and see what happens. And there are no rules. Like you can make. There's no. There's no set way to make the bed. There is, if you miss a day, you you don't have to like, it's not the whole 30. You don't have to start over from day one. Is that the rule with the whole 30? Oh my God, that's the rule with the whole 30. If you slip up a, a tiny bit, what if you, you got to restart. If, if somehow you're like, you open your mouth and then like uh, the, a little piece of apple skin floats in or something. Yeah. Well, your apple skin is okay. Is it okay? You're allowed to have, you're allowed to have apples. Oh, I didn't know you yeah. had apples. Just can't have fake sugar. Oh, okay. uh, or, or sorry, like processed sugar. Got it. Um, but yeah, yeah, the whole thirty is brutal. I would not. Well, I kind of would recommend it, but kind of not. Okay. Know. Either um, way, I'm not going to. I know it. you're not going to. I'm actually. I was like, it doesn't matter because Josh is not going to do it. Not going <laughs> like, to do it. Never, 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 never. Um, which is good. Save yourself. I'll do like the half thirty. Yeah. No. Don't. I wouldn't even do. A, I wouldn't even do a whole fifteen. Okay. It's it's painful. Um, I've done two or three, and it's so painful. Um. Okay. Where was I with Lamont? Talking about... You described so, the name. Okay. Oh, wait. So the rules. The rules. So the rules are just, like, make your bed. And it doesn't even matter, like, if that means just, like, throwing the covers up and not, like, make-making it, that's fine. If you miss a day, that's fine. Like, if a lot of people were at... And this happens every single year. But a lot today, a lot of people were asking. They were like, shoot, I totally forgot this morning. Like, it's the first day and I already messed up. And I was like, just go home and make it tonight. Yep. It counts. Like... People do that all the time. And the funny thing is, like, the longer it gets into the month or the deeper we get into the month, the more people start doing that, that they're like, they're like, I, I like, didn't have time on my, I was running out. But when I got home, I immediately made the bed because oh, I was good. like, I hated seeing it unmade and I had to make it. Um, and it's cute, like, how excited people get about this thing. Um, and I And I love, like, people were so, so all in on Twitter that, like, by halfway through today, I was like, I, I like literally don't even have time to keep like replying and retweeting all this stuff. So over the weekend, I'll do a big extravaganza. Um, but it's great. I, I love the best part is so I'm a, I'm a little bit of a voyeur. Like, I mean, like every New Yorker. Right? Sure. Um, and people so people like send take photos of their made beds to send me. And then I get to like look around their bedrooms. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. It's really fun. For New me. York bedrooms are especially fascinating. Yeah. 
because some of it is like being creative with space, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that's how that part. And then occasionally you'll see someone and be like, wow, who died and let you move into their apartment? Yeah, right, yeah. Where do you live? Yeah, like, that's amazing. Yeah. Do you need a do you need a house sitter at some point? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let me go through, you know, and this is going to be old hat for most of my like longtime listeners. Um, the but lobsters. I, but the, the, the my, my beloved lobsters. But I want to talk about my my kind of like I have I have seven reasons. They're not the be all and end all of reasons, but like seven reasons that I usually give people when they say like, why should I make the bed? Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to say this, like, I love having Josh here. I love having Josh here because I love having Josh yeah. here. But I like that you were talking about the fact that you just also don't care because that's really okay. And one of the things I want to say about all this is like, I'm going to read through this list of reasons why a lot of people like to make their bets. And a lot of you listening are probably going to be like, yeah, no, I'm not moved by any of those. And that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. this is a non-judgmental thing. If these reasons don't move you, don't do it. I do like the pseudo bed make, though. Like, when you, when you do have sheets on your bed, which, <laughs> you know, isn't everyone all the time. But when you do have sheets on your bed, the, like, kind of smooth out the, if you have a top sheet, smooth it out so that it's even, uh, pull up pull up the, uh, the blanket so that it's even kind of folded down. I feel like that's a nice, like, I did something. Yeah. Without I mean, doing that, much. I mean, and that counts. Like, yeah. that's fine. Um, okay. So here, here are my, my like seven. And there are lots more reasons out there too. Um, but these are kind of like the seven. And also I like seven because it's a magical number and you know I'm a witch. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is it makes the room look tidy. Yep. Which is a nice thing. Like, I mean, someone, someone on Twitter this morning was saying to me, she was like, I made the bed. And she was like, I almost always make it. I'm pretty good about it. She was like, the rest of my room is a disaster. My life is a disaster. But God damn it, the bed's made. Yeah. And like, that's a real thing. That is a real thing. Um, and so then the second reason kind of like comes off of that one, which is like, one, you know, having a tidy looking room is nice in and of itself. But there's like another layer to that, which is when you come home to a tidy looking room, there are a lot of positive feelings that can kind of bubble up in you because of that like you might feel pride you might feel like you're put together like you know you have your shit together you feel in control uh you might feel grown up like a lot of people were saying to me they were like yeah i feel like an adult this is great i didn't expect to like to feel like an adult but here i am um the third reason this is like a tactical one right and i think actually it it speaks to what you were saying about the like just straighten the sheet and pull up the cover thing. So if you do that every day, um, it makes making the bed the next day easier because your sheets will have gotten like less destroyed if you've tidied them before you've gotten into them than if they like left it unmade on Monday and then unmade on Tuesday. Yeah, Yeah, right. It's like, yeah, exactly. It compounds. And then you sleep for a year without sheets. (laughs) Then you're... This is how these things happen. <laughs> Don't let it happen to you, people. <laughs> I will say that after that year, everything in my life got radically better. So yeah, who's I mean, to say? You know, I, I'm not saying it's a a direct correlation, mm-hmm. um, but I think there's something there. There's something I there. Think there's something there. Um, uh, this will be one a big one for you. Yep. Uh, if you have pets. Yep. If you have pets, making the bed during the day means like I mean, look, the pets are still going to get on that bed. Um, and a lot of times they're going to get in that bed. I, someone, someone tweeted a photo of their dog and was like, we make the bed every morning. And then every day when we're at work, this dog unmakes the bed to get in and get cozy and literally had a photo of the dog, like 
wedged under oh. under it was the cutest thing in the world like under the pillows like just like had completely unmade the my bed. my dog once you make a bed she can't do anything with it she can't get into our bed because it's too high up oh so we have to lift her up biz. into bed and because she's gotten a little older we have to lift her down oh uh, no she can get up on the couch and stuff but right. like the bed is too high i saw that video yesterday yeah 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 of her, yeah, of her jumping leap. yeah maybe you should get her some stairs some old lady stairs but it's like too it's like inconveniently high Okay, her, and it's which is fine. Yeah. Um, and I think she likes being. She likes being yeah. airlifted. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And she's a little bit of a princess. She doesn't like to have things. She doesn't like to be swaddled. So oh. once we make the bed, she's it stays made. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, that's lucky. But she sheds so much that if you don't make it and she gets all up in it, the hair is all inside it. Thank you for saying exactly what point number four is, is going to be with that. If you have pets and you make the bed, it will. I mean, unless they're the kind of pet that's going to get get yeah. in it. Um, which most of them aren't. I mean, you know, if you have an outlier pet, that's, you know, you just have that pet. But mm-hmm. like, uh, most of them are probably like busy where they're like, they're not going to unmake the bed for you. Um, but it will help keep their hair, their drool, their smells, all that kind of stuff off of your sheets. Like, obviously it's going to still be on your blanket if they can get up there, but they're not going to be like in your sheets and on yep. your pillows and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, we have, we have one busy rule and we were cited to her often. For the bed, which is uh, no one. This includes myself and my wife. I think <laughs> she might tell me otherwise. Uh, <laughs> no buttholes on the pillows. That, that is a that is a very very fair rule. Thank you. That is a very very fair rule. Um, yeah, I think I think we have that rule. It definitely goes for the dog. <laughs> I feel like there's yeah. a little more leniency with humans. <laughs> with humans. <laughs> I, I don't. It hasn't come up. Yeah. I'm I'll like, say that. I don't think it's, I don't think it's come up, but I'll let you know if it does. Um, okay. Um, and now this is another ta- tactical thing, but in a, in a very different way. Um, it is, it is making the bed is not going to cure your insomnia, but for people who have difficulty sleeping, turning down the bed at night, um, is one of those things that sleep experts tell you helps signal to the brain that it's time for sleep. And so if your bed is not made, you can't turn it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all, I have sleep issues. And so like, I, you know, I know all of the, the, like the rules and stuff about that, but that is just one little thing. Um, the, um, the, the, this is the, the, this is kind of the, it's not the last one. It's number six, but it's the last sort of like reason, reason, um, beyond me being indulgent. Um, and this is my personal reason. Well, I like the tidiness and all that kind of stuff too, but, um, getting into a made bed feels so good. Way better than getting into an unmade It bed. just really does. It, I mean, and I know that's not true for everybody, but like, but there's for just, a lot of people, it really is. Even psychology aside, like having a sheet that's not crumpled up that you don't have to like untangle when you get into bed and having a blanket that's like where you want it when you get in bed is yep. like, it's just, there's like a slight niceness that you don't get otherwise. Exactly. Which, look, I'm not here to look down their nose at anyone who just, uh, heaves themselves on top of their bed and uh, goes unconscious for eight hours and wakes up. No, I'm, I, I want to know their secret. Yeah. I'd love to be able to do I'm, that. I'm like fairly monstrous in that regard, but even I like the the kind of like scooting into it. Yeah, it's bed. nice. It's a nice feeling. Um, And then the last reason, um, and you know, I, I say this every year is um, I'm asking you to try it. And I'm not, I'm not, and I'm asking, I'm not telling, I'm not dictating, I'm not judging, like nothing, nothing like that. But just like for one month, for 31 days, I just want you to try making the bed every day. And at the end of it, see how you feel about it. Because the thing is, is like, 
You cannot know if it's life-changing or not if you don't try it. And it might not be life-changing. It might not be. I've met one person for whom it was not life-changing, and that's okay. But only one, only it, one. A, a lot of people say it's life-changing, and then they fall out of it, and that's sure. okay, too. But, like, I just want you to try it for, for the month of March. That's all I want. And you've lost nothing. Right. Yes. It takes so little time to right. fake make your bed. Like, all of, uh, I hear this one a lot, like, life is too short to spend five minutes every day making the bed. First of all, it doesn't make, take right. five it's minutes. It's 90 seconds. It's, yeah, it's like 30 to 90 seconds, depending on how complicated your bed is. Sure. Like, think of all the stuff you waste 30 to 90 seconds yeah. on. Like, skip Twitter for 90 seconds. I, I really promise you will not have missed anything. In fact, your life will be better for taking 90 seconds away from Twitter. Show up to work 90 seconds late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's 90 seconds. Just not that big a deal. Um, okay, so those are my reasons for it. I hope you guys will all uh, join me. If you're if you're just hearing about LaMob now when this episode airs, just jump on. It's okay that you're a couple days late. It's like I said, this is a this is a real free to be you and me kind of thing. Um so so jump in and uh and and tweet at me, use the hashtag Lamob and all that kind of stuff. This is a good time for us to take a quick break. Uh Josh and I will be right back with more about bed making. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Woo! <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Josh Gondelman. We've been kicking up, kicking off LaMob 2018. We haven't, we have not welcomed Esther into the studio yet. No, we by the not. way, uh, I kept waiting for like a moment to bring her up. I know, but I didn't want to force that. I know, I didn't either, but I figured we got to mention her because she, she's really turned into like quite a recurring character on the mm. show, even when you're not around. Really? Like, yeah. She, Other people have talked about Esther. Yeah, she came, she actually she came up last week because I was talking about um, I came home a couple weeks ago and my Roomba had acted up. Um, I have this evil Roomba. Um, he ha- he has a his his name is Christine. Um, sure. At, after after the car yep. in the Stephen King novel, <laughs> right? Because it all comes back to Stephen King in New England. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christine, so Christine is evil, and Christine has a foot fetish. Which those two things aren't like you're not necessarily evil because you have a foot fetish. And not everyone who is evil does have, have a, a foot, foot fetish. fetish yeah. Right. Um, but one of the ways in which Christine manifests his personal evil is through this foot fetish. Um, and so and he's doing all kinds of weird stuff down too. I have a complicated relationship with this vacuum. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came home one night and I had been drinking. Um, and I, and in fact, I had been drinking tequila, um, and Christine had acted up and just like parked himself in the middle of the floor instead of going back into his docking base, which is one of his new tricks. 
And I took a, I flipped out. I was like screaming at drunkenly screaming at the Roomba and I'm taking a video of it. And I just went like full Esta. <laughs> Esta the Roomba is acting up. <laughs> it really was like it was it was insane. And so last week I was telling um, my guest, who's one of my editors at The New York Times about this. And I was like, yeah, I just went full Esta. Like, <laughs> That's so funny. It's so funny. And it's like a thing on, it's it's obviously when you see it when it's on Twitter, like people like. I do see it. Yeah, it's very funny. I always really appreciate it. It's great. It just makes me laugh. I love this recording (laughs) character we have. Has to get the lobster pot is like (laughs) such a funny thing to yell for me. It just like really tickles me. I don't know if anyone else enjoys it. I mean, obviously people do because it's turned into this like recurring, recurring thing. Um, All right, you guys. So listen, we, um. Uh, Josh Esta and I have um, we have we have a couple of questions, but before we get into them, I want to read. I got this really great email um, about like foreign Lamob that oh, I sure. yeah that I that I wanted to read. Um, so it's from Adora, which is like also a great name. Beautiful. Adora is a great name. Um, so she wrote she wrote to me, dear Jolie, I'm writing to tell you how much I enjoy your podcast and and to tell you a story about bed making. Um, It is something that happened to my friend who did an exchange program in Japan. She lived with a homestay in Hiroshima for two months. On her second day, the old lady of the house took her used sheets and offered her clean sheets. She thought, hmm, Wednesday must be sheet laundry day. The next day, Obasan gave her yet another set of clean sheets. And again, the day after. Turns out they launder their sheets daily. My friend doesn't speak Japanese, and she was very upset that when she got home tired, she had to put sheets put on the sheet and duvet cover every damn day. She asked her colleague at the university to speak with the lady, but they say that's just how old people do things. Working keeps them healthy, her house, her rules. Actually, you should just take the sheets off for her before you leave in the morning. Japanese people are notorious about trying not to be impolite. So that is the story of how my friend, who rarely makes her bed at home, ended up a hardcore lamab for two months. And some people think making the bed is hard. Best regards, Adora. Wow, that's a double. She did the double Lamob. That yeah, that is like that is intense. Mm-hmm. That is a super intense Lamob so every day. If any, if any of you want to like level up your Lamob, yeah. and change your sheets every single day, I, I really would not recommend doing that's that. Too I, much. That's too much. That's too much. The, Martha the... St- Martha Stewart has fresh sheets put on her bed every day. When I read that, I was like, ugh, of course she would. That's so. Sure. I don't even and like it. And it's wasteful of water yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Most, and... most of the time in hotels now, too, if, if it's like uh, like a fine hotel, they'll say, you know, we try not, we don't do the sheets every day yes. unless you want them changed every exactly. day. Exactly. And I, I, um, I always opt out. I'm happy to have the same sheets. I, I do want clean towels every day, though. Interesting. I'll let them, I'll do the same towels. I feel like I try, I don't want, I don't need anyone to provide a better life for me in a hotel than I would provide for myself at home. <laughs> yeah. The towels is the one more place where I get indulgent. Mm, I want, I, get that. I want a clean towel every day at the hotel. I mean, ideally I'd love a clean towel in my own. House. Like yes. when I was growing up, I had, we had, we used clean towel every day. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, it's impractical in my apartment because of my laundry situation yeah. and my, I don't have enough room for that many towels. Mm-hmm. So it's a disappointment, but one day I'll get back there. Yeah. One day I'll get back there. Even though I know it's wasteful and all that stuff, I do like I do like a clean towel every day. I do use a clean washcloth every day, though. I can that's see that. like, yeah, that's that's one of my things. Which, you guys, a bunch of you have asked me about that, and so I promise that at some point, I mean, it's not going to happen during the mob, but I promise at some point I'll talk to you about how I manage that um, without getting, like, mildewy washcloths. 
because I have a trick. Of course I have a trick. All right. We have questions. Let's do them. Let's do them. I'm going to have you read this first one from, I don't know if it's Kiera or Kara. I think it's Kiera. Uh, oh, great. Kiera or Kiera asks, I put some, oh boy, Avine, Avini? Yeah, I think it's Avini. Avini. Yeah. Retinol product on my face last night. Woke up to pale yellow stains on pillow and top of sheet. I'm all about my pristine white sheets. I couldn't find any help on the internet. Help. I've got help. Okay. So I um I actually I went I went to look to this. Um I realized that I probably should have looked up the specific product and found the ingredients list, but I have to level with you guys and tell you that I was so busy today that I am in this we were recording late today. And I am still in my gym clothes because I didn't even have time to change, Josh. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I was like, Josh won't care, but I feel bad. Uh, you know me, I don't care about that. Well, I, well, actually, it was more that I was like, I'm going to be a little spoiled because I know that Josh works in a comedy writer's room and people have rolled in. and Who, in- are, who are you having in normally? <laughs> Just like international spies and tuxedos? Well, yeah. Major D's? <laughs> Um, I know I'm I'm the international spy yes. with tuxedo. I'm the wolf from Pulp Fiction. The greatest compliment I've ever been paid. That's a beautiful compliment. Mm-hmm, I know. Um, yep. Yeah, and all, oddly, people keep asking me about how to clean up like blood bodies and shit. And yeah. I'm like, it just like starts coming up more and more and more. And I'm like, yeah, you guys like, you know, I know how to do this. Right. Like for <laughs> real. Um, I've never had to as far as anyone is. Concerned. But it's, it's good to yeah, know. It's good to know. Um, anyway, so, so, so I'm so sorry. I should have looked up the ingredients and given like a better, a more like thorough answer, but I was super slammed today, but I have things to, that I can definitely suggest. Um, before I get into them, I want to talk a little bit about, um, your skincare products and making some good choices vis-a-vis sheets and towels if you use certain products. So retinol actually on its own will not have a bleaching effect, but other ingredients in retinol creams can a lot of times some um some retinol products might have um benzoyl peroxides in them um those will have a bleaching effect certainly anything that's benzoyl peroxide like whether it's what's the like the drugstore one stride sure but the ones that we use as like teenagers anyway some idol come to me um those will cause bleaching. Um, pro- I hear a lot of times from people that proactive has a bleaching effect. I know those are really popular um, products. So if you are going to use any kind of facial product that has a bleaching effect to it, go for white towels and white sheets. Um, now, in the case of Kira, she does have white sheets. And it wasn't a bleaching effect because they were yellow stains. So there, there are two things to tell you about this. First of all... Um, I read a really interesting article in which a dermatologist was interviewed about exactly these kinds of stains. And what she said was that if a retinol product is causing staining, you're using too much of it. Mm. So I would cut back on the amount that you're using um, unless you're sure that you're using the appropriate amount per your dermatologist or package instructions or whatever it is. Um, And then for the stains themselves, what I would suggest, because I don't know exactly... It's not the retinol that's causing the stain. It's some other active ingredient. It's probably a preservative. Um, and so I don't know exactly what it is. So I can't give you like the exact sciencey thing to use to counteract it. But what I can tell you is amazing. 
um, is Fels Naphtha. That's F-E-L-S, new word, N-A-P-T-H-A. It's a laundry bar. It looks like a bar of soap that you would use on your body. Do not use it on your body. It's a fairly harsh soap and your skin would not like that. Um, what I want you to do with the Fels Naphtha is I want you to use it in concert with a laundry brush. Now, when I say laundry brush, like you don't have to go out and buy like the fancy, fancy dedicated laundry brush. I actually use a nail brush that I got at the Dwayne Reed for like $149 as my laundry brush. And it works great. It has a lot. It has a handle. It's really easy to use. And what I do, and I actually had just had to do this on my duvet cover. It got some like, um, some like black marks literally right in the center that I somehow didn't see. And it went through the dryer. Oh, and no. I was like, no. Um, and I actually, I actually think what happened was I think, I think when I pulled the thing out of the dryer, I think they got on after the dryer. I think yep. I like got it. Might have like dragged it on the floor and didn't notice. Anyway, so but I wasn't sure if it had been through the dryer or not. So I took the Fels naphtha. This is literally two days ago. Um, I took the Fels naphtha. I took my laundry brush. I wet the laundry brush. I rubbed it on this bar of soap to like pick up the soap. I scrubbed the stains. They came right out through them through the thing right back in the wash, and it was fine. So that is what I would do for your retinol stains that aren't really retinol stains. So I think you're going to be fine. That also works. That's a great technique for just all kinds. Fels naphtha is one of those like it's an old fashioned product. It's like a nuclear option type product. Like my one of my editors used to tell me that when he was growing up, his mom always used it. And they knew that like something had gone majorly wrong if she was shouting, get the Fels naphtha. Oh, no. <laughs> like, Asta. It sounds like what a get what the a Fels Napther. Like a <laughs> Fels Napther. Like a, a preacher would wash his children's mouths out with when they curse. I mean to, kinda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind it's I mean it's heavy duty. Yeah. So anyway, so that that's what I would that's what I would recommend for that particular stain. All right, and now we're gonna we get to end on like the most fun note. I got this question and I literally like put a star on it and I was like saving this one for Gondelman. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good question. <laughs> I knew you'd like it. Sure. Um Steven asks, hi there. So there are some silicone lube stains on my bedding (laughs) and the soil of laundry stain remover isn't available on Amazon Prime, nor can you pay extra to get it here in a few days. Do you have other suggestion, another suggestion on getting this sort of stain out? Is it best to get working on it right away or can I wait a few days until this stuff arrives and then I start? Uh, I would use a different duvet duvet cover while waiting. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, I, I have other suggestions. Let me, um, let me tell you guys um, about the soil love, though, first, because it's, sure. it's a really, really great thing for silicone lube stains. So silicone lube stains are really, really, really tricky to get out, like to the to the extent that like I go so far as to say to people, unless you are really, really dedicated to your silicone lube, use water based lube like water based lube is easy to get out. It's not it's not that difficult to stain to get out. You don't really need anything fancy or you don't need a specialty product. Silicone lube, you need a specialty product for it. So like really, really think about how dedicated you are to the silicone lube lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And if you are, you know, go with goddess. Use the use the lube you like, right? Life is short. Yep. And you should not use subpar lube. Right. Yep. I I've always said that. That was <laughs> I, I that was in my dorm room. I had it was a I thought it was a Marilyn Monroe quote, and I had that picture of her on this uh, subway grate, and she's pushing down her skirt, and it says "Life is too short for subpar lube," attributed to Marilyn Monroe. And 
I always just found that that was like guy that guided me for years. That's going to be the title of my second advice book. Life is too short for subpar lube. Yes. That's not even a cleaning advice. This is just no, like, just be like general, wis- like, general yeah. wisdom. Yeah, yeah. The, the collected wisdom of Jolie Care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also always say that life is too short for uncomfortable unders. Yep. Yeah. Like our one of our I, I shouldn't say. Well, I mean, she said it on Twitter, so maybe I could say who it is. Um, I won't just in case I won't oh, say. Oh, I saw this conversation the other one day. She our, threw him out. Right? Like one of our friends was wearing an uncomfortable thong, and not only did she, she was out at a bar in an uncomfortable thong, and not only did she throw them away, she cut them off herself. Mm-hmm. I was like. You are a queen. Yeah. I am so proud of you. Somewhere Cisco cried. Yeah. <laughs> Outside, I think he lives in Baltimore. Just a single tear. He couldn't, he didn't know why. But then he knew. He, he was like, uh, somewhere dis- a thong was being damaged. <laughs> I felt a disturbance yeah. in the force. Um. <laughs> he cried for a while. Then there was a dramatic key change and he kept crying till the end of his cry. Um, all right. So uh, back back to our, our subpar lubes here. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you decide that water based lubes are indeed far too subpar, and you are going to just stick with the silicone based lube, Soil Love is like the product. And it does sound like a weird fetish. I mean, it kind of does. And actually, I'm going to tell you the funniest thing. So I just I was in LA um, like a week week or two ago with my mm-hmm. best friend. I was we I, he lives in Burbank, so. We're in the grocery store in Burbank. He wanted he wanted me to take him into the um he's obsessed with cleaning also in a different way from me, but anyway. He he confessed to me that he is doing his laundry entirely wrong, which I knew, but I'm his friend, so mm-hmm. I'm like not going to like barge into his life and <laughs> he's like He's just washing it in the sea. <laughs> pretty much. In the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Um so he like finally confessed the thing that I already knew, which is that he's been doing laundry all wrong. And he wants laundry school. And I was like, great, I'll give you laundry school. Um, he was like, when we go to the grocery store to get stuff for dinner, I want you to take me into the detergent aisle. And I want you to, like, explain everything. And I was like, how much time do you have? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in the laundry aisle. And as we're, like, marching towards the tide. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walking into the sea to your death. Yes, of course. Exactly. Um, I, I happen to notice that there's a shelf of soil love. And I grab it and I'm like, and by, and like, it's loud, right? Very loud. I'm like, oh, and by the way, I'm like, this is the stuff you use for silicone lube. Like the whole grocery store is like, what? Like everyone always thinks he, he's, he's married to a man. Um, everyone always thinks that he and I are a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, what is this couple talking about? So like, it, soil love. So so it sounds like you just like go out into the garden and just plant your junk. <laughs> You're like, That's what really I'm into. Is. It's so wrong. Um, so here's the thing. There's, there's one thing I have to tell you guys about the soil love. So people swear by it as like capital T, capital T, the thing for getting silicone lube stains out of sheets and whatever the hell else you're getting silicone lube stains. Sure. Um, uh, mascot costumes. <laughs> um, <laughs> curtains. I love that that's where it went. <laughs> um, I mean, listen, f- fursuits? Yeah, absolutely. Have um, you ever gotten a furry cleanup question on your podcast? 
Not from a furry, but I've gotten questions about fursuits, like okay. Halloween stuff. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, and that actually, was, that was from a furry. And actually, today it was funny because I so I was going through an old notebook, my note, my show notes from last year to find my mob notes from last year. Mm-hmm. And as I was flipping through, like I I kept opening the like random pages. Like I found a random page of a list of fetishes that I had written for when Maureen O'Connor was coming on the yep. show because we were going to talk about which fetishes were the messiest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I flipped open to another page and literally it was like, it was fursuits. And I was like, oh, it was a furry episode. There we go. So it's That's funny very funny. I thought you were going to say <laughs> another list of fetishes that you had written forgetting you wrote the first one. <laughs> no, but that would be something I would do. Um, okay, so the thing about the soil of... So people swear by it as like, you know, capital T, capital T, the thing. Um, But other people report that it didn't work at all. And I think I cracked the mystery as to why. Okay. The people who say that it works also report that the soil love has a very strong, distinctive smell to it. Not necessarily bad, but strong and distinct. Sure. And the people who said it didn't work said their bottles didn't have a smell. So I think there's a bum batch of soil love or that it might not be very shelf stable and it expires quickly. Got it. So if you get soil love, open it up. It should smell. If it smells, it's going to work. If it doesn't, it's not. So there's your soil love trick. Now I do have other things to recommend because obviously that it's not available everywhere. It's not available. And Amazon prime can't get it to this guy fast enough. That's right. Um, so, um, here are the alternatives. There is a toy cleaner made by Pure Med. It's that's P J U R New Word M E D. That's the brand. Um, it's called Intimate Toy Cleaner. Mm-hmm. That can be used to clean silicone lube off of toys. It also works as a stain remover on textiles, mm-hmm. and that's very very good. You can also use um, a degreaser like Dissolve It, which is I always spell these out because they're kind of funny. Like yeah, they're all pun names. They're all like. Yeah, weird, weird, weirdo names. Um, so dissolve it is D E dash S O L V dash I T. Dissolve it. Um, or another one that's really great is Zep Citrus Degreaser. Um, dissolve it and Zep. Like you can definitely get those on Amazon. I'm sure they'll they're available through Prime. Um, but you can also find them at like Home Depot and that and all those kinds of places. So. <clears throat> Those are the things that I would try out depending on like what's available to you. I would also suggest you can wait, um, you know, don't, don't wait like a year. Sure. Um, it might be a goner by then. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got time. It's not super, super dire, but I would definitely also suggest using the technique from the question about the retinol stains. And I would use the laundry brush in concert with the whatever stain removal product you're going to use. So just because I think it's going to help and you're talking about a particularly tricky stain and all that kind of stuff. So on that note, mm-hmm. that's going to wrap up our kickoff of La Mob. I mean, what what better note? Than what Lou? better note? Right. What what better reason to make your bed <laughs> than because there's too much lube on your other duvet cover? <laughs> we you know should what? all be so fortunate. We should. We should all be so fortunate. And actually, you know, what's funny is that I'm remembering now that there was um. People had chimed in with other reasons why they make the bed. And someone said, um, I make the bed because then it's so much fun to mess it up. Yep. Like when it's, you know, fucking time. Oh, sure. Um, and I was like, yeah, actually, that is like great. It is, it is fun to like destroy the bed, you know. It's also like 
a little depressing to like start having sex in a bed that's just like the sheets are already everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> just like you're like, oh. like oh, I mean, thanks for going along with this. <laughs> It's a little I give up. Like, yeah, I feel like you like I feel like if if uh, I mean, as a married person, it's it's on both of us. But if <laughs> if someone saw your bed unmade and still sleeps with you, that's like an indication that they really want to go through with it. <laughs> Definitely. I totally agree. Um, all right, you guys. So I hope that you um are excited for Lamab. I know I'm really excited. I've got a lot of fun stuff planned. Um, the next episode, Tim Herrera is going to come on back. He's he's Lamabing this year. Um, we are gonna we're gonna do all kinds of duvet stuff. Um, obviously, we've we've already more than covered the lube issue. Yeah, I mean that's the only <laughs> problem with duvets that I know of. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about like you know washing the inserts and how to put a duvet cover on without wanting to kill yourself mm-hmm. and de-wrinkling without having an iron and all that kind of jazz. So that's going to be a good one. Then the next episode, uh, my friend Hillary is going to come on and we are going to, we're going to, we're going to sex it back up and we're going to talk about all kinds of stain stuff. So um, lube might come back up, but, uh, but we got, we Hillary and I have some stories to tell. Um, <laughs> lube might come back up. That's like what you say after you accidentally <laughs> swallow a bunch of lube. <laughs> I feel a little sick. Lube might come back up. The lube repeated on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then I'm going to be closing out Lamob with a very very special guest. Um, that many of you will be very excited. I'm going to I'm going to keep that a little bit under wraps. Um, but it will be a special <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> it will be a very very special episode, and it will make a lot of you very 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 happy. Um, so on that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast, the Lamob kickoff. Josh, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you for back. having me. Um, next time I need you to bring Maris I will and um, we'll figure out some great topics to talk about but I I told you guys that I've discovered having couples on the show makes for really really good chemistry Mm -hmm. so and of course I love Maris and I want her to come on the show Um, if you guys like what you heard today please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a theme person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes Leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Team Person, the podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.